0: Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, first edition of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. Uh, I've always wanted to do a podcast and uh, I'm stoked to be able to do this. I think this is so cool. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but there are some really, really good podcasts out there that uh, give a lot of good information for people who really like to receive content this way. I know some of you guys have to drive a little bit to work or uh, you you just like listening to stuff in the background. So, uh, that's the reason for starting this podcast, is so we can just deliver a different set of content to people that like receiving it that way. So, uh, lots to get to on this first uh, first initial show. Uh, I hope you guys will really like this. If you guys got any feedback on anything, go ahead and shoot it over to me. I'm always open to everything, and maybe one of these days I'll figure out how to add some fun music and some sound bites in, so... But for now, we're just going to start off and just talk about a couple different topics that are happening in this uh, upcoming week here and some past week. And uh, a couple of things we're going to talk about today is the Autograph National Convention was just last week and it uh, looked like a lot of cool stuff going on, a lot of big signers that were going on and, uh, and a funny, uh, dumb story that happened. Maybe you caught wind of this. I'll get to that first here in just a second. Uh, Some other news there, Charles Barkley, looks like he's coming out of retirement to sign some autographs. Uh, Panini has picked him up as an exclusive, and whoa, (laughs) the prices are up there. Uh, You are going to need to save your pennies. Uh, I was just uh, poking around on their website, and uh, no jerseys yet, which is kind of... uh, um, I think it's going to be a tough one. There is kind of get some quality jerseys. I don't know if Mitchell and S makes some throwback ones for him, but getting getting jerseys of players that are already retired is um, that seems to be the biggest challenge sometimes when doing signings with, with past players. So um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out for him. Uh, I hope it goes well. You know, Panini does a, a decent job with stuff. Man, they their prices are up there, but uh, you know the quality they bring is is pretty good. So uh, if you're willing to pay, uh, you can get some good stuff. Uh, we'll also talk about the Tom Brady signing. That's coming up in just a couple weeks. So, again, another expensive signer. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about that. And then you may have seen this on the Facebook page, maybe on the YouTube channel too, but uh, I'm just going to go over the uh, time that somebody stole my LeBron James jersey from me. Uh, I say stole loosely, but uh, it's it's mainly my fault. So, um, But it's a funny story now. It wasn't funny back then, but it's a funny story. So, all right, let's get right to it here. Uh, so the Autograph National Convention was last week in Cleveland. Uh, lots of uh, lots of big companies out there. Upper Deck was out there, of course, and all these other big companies. And uh, lots going on. It looks like the attendance was uh, record-breaking. So that's good to see. Lots of quality signers out there. Uh, I saw um, a kind of a new face out there. Francisco Lindor was out there signing. So, yeah, he's a tough autograph for uh, – some of those premium items, as some of you may know, he likes to personalize a lot. So uh, hopefully you guys that are Indians fans or got to attend the show, hopefully picked up something from Mr. Lindor. But the, the story I want to get to is uh, I, <laughs> I just kind of saw this pop up on the feed over the weekend and, and it I had to click on it. I was like, th- nobody would be this dumb. I mean, nobody would be this dumb, right? And apparently some guy who's a brand new guy, brand new company. I never heard of the guy before. I never heard of this guy's company. He shows up at the national and he decides he's going to bring in some fake autographs and he's going to sell them at the national and nobody's going to know. Right. Um, So of course other dealers are there and rightfully so they they're, you know, talking to this guy and checking out his booth. Hey, you know, don't obviously don't know who you are, what's going on. Hey, introducing themselves, I'm assuming. And, uh, and just kind of look at the guy's inventory. And I mean, it's just crap (laughs) from what I hear. And, so they bring it up to the director of the convention, and, and the police are called, I guess, and, and come take this guy away, and they take away all his stuff and everything. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of how dumb – how dumb are you, you know? I mean, uh, it's it's kind of like trying to sell, like, uh, I don't know, like a stolen gun, I guess, to the cops. <laughs> like, that, what are you trying to do? You know, it doesn't make any sense, you know? So uh, I thought that was uh, – first off, that was great that everybody kind of rallied around and got that guy out of there. That was – um just fantastic to see that and it was great to see um that uh you know the, the cops showed up and got that guy out of there so um that's always a bad bad uh, taste on the industries you know so um very good to see everybody kind of climbing together and, and, and having the courage to point that guy out so that's always cool so um very interesting i don't know what's going to happen to this guy I, don't, I have no idea um but it's going to be kind of interesting to see what what happens with the story i guess in the next. Uh, Next few months, I guess I'm sure there's going to be some, some legal issues with the guy, so and rightfully so. Uh, but anyway, let's get to uh, Charles Barkley signing with Panini. Uh, you guys can go on Panini's site here, but uh, it looks like, you know, one of the cool items they have there. They had these little basketball, these uh, black balls with the MVP inscription on there. Ninety three. Those are kind of cool. Uh, limited edition to, uh, to one hundred. Uh, are they under a thousand or over a thousand? Over, <laughs> over a thousand, thousand ninety nine, ninety nine. I love the, the little extra ninety nine cents at the end. That just that just cracks me up. I wonder if shipping's free. Uh, let's see here. I wonder if sh- they probably charge you four ninety nine for shipping. Maybe. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, it doesn't say. I'm not going to go that in depth into the site, but uh, they got uh, regular Spalding replica balls. It looks like for the same price with the HUF 2006 inscription. So that's not bad. Um, it's just basketballs right now. I'm sure maybe they'll get some jerseys in. So I don't know, man. I mean, for me, the price seems a little high for Charles Barkley. Barkley's kind of one of those. I mean, he's not a – he's kind of a tough signer. You know, he he signs a little bit at the golf tough and whatnot. But, um, you know, he's um, not a uh, easy signature, but not really an overall hard signature either. So – I don't know, man. I think that's going to be a little tough to sell at that price. That's just me. Uh, But again, Panini's high end. That's what they do. So uh, for me, if I were in your shoes and collecting autographs, uh, I would probably wait for some reseller to buy from them wholesale and get stuck with the item and not sell it. And then he would probably just dump it on eBay or dump it on an auction site. I mean, that's probably what you're going to see happen. So you might get a good price for that at that point. You may just have to wait and be patient with it. But Hey, good things happen to those who wait. So, I don't know, man. The pricing seems a little little high, a little high for me. So, uh, speaking of high pricing, Tom Brady, another guy. Um, So, Brady signing here in a couple weeks again with TriStar. Um, You know, price has gone up a little bit on him. Looks like about an extra hundred or so. Uh, You know, and and Tom sells. You know, I was kind of debating whether or not to bring in some inventory for him. And I do a couple of things that are kind of unique to me. And, uh, you know, I had some stuff I needed to get signed. So I was kind of debating whether or not to, to get stuff because it's a big hefty price tag to, to get some stuff done. And, of course, I'm going to get some stuff done. I'm a sucker for Tom Brady like I always am. And uh, get some Michigan stuff in, some, some high school stuff. I have some jerseys and uh, helmets. So uh, Brady and I actually went to the same high school, he graduated a couple years ahead of me. So I'm always a sucker for Sarah high school stuff. Um, that's just kind of what I love doing. And, and Tom, I know, loves signing it. Um, I always hear back from the reps and saying, oh, he loves seeing the, the, the Sarah stuff. And he's a big contributor to Sarah. Uh, he's donated so much time and money to, to the school. And it's just uh, it's just so cool to see his relationship with, with the school. Uh, but I'll be getting some Michigan Nike jerseys in, debating whether or not to get an inscription on those. Uh, um, I don't know. I'll probably get maybe one, 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 one Michigan jersey with an inscription on there. I'm kind of debating on which one, so might just do that. But, uh, you know, Tom is just, man, it's it's crazy to see where the pricing is going to go with him. You know, I can see him being an over $1,000 signature, kind of in that, that upper deck range with with Tiger and I don't know about Jordan, maybe maybe up in that range eventually after he retires or something like that. But, um, man, when he gets in the Hall of Fame, holy crap, there is going to be a run on his stuff. I mean, that, that getting that stuff with a Hall of Fame inscription is going to be just golden at that time. Hopefully he does uh, pieces with multiple inscriptions on there. I think that would be kind of cool to see. Um I don't know if that's going to happen. Right now, he's just kind of one per and, and you get really limited on those. But I think it's going to be kind of cool to see how that goes for Tom when he when he finally does retire. But you know what? He's been pimping out all this uh, nutrition stuff and and hopefully his body's going to hang up in there. But uh, man, Tom is just kind of uh, one of those guys that you're like, man, he's so expensive; it might not sell. And boom, he sells. You know, he's always a seller. You know, and you know what I love about the Brady signing? One of my favorite parts about the signing. and I wish. Uh, More dealers would do this Is they only accept officially licensed items You know, no custom jerseys and stuff like that Uh, I think that it brings the price up, obviously But it also kind of levels the playing field for everybody And it raises the quality, right? So when it levels the playing field That means dealers and everybody's got to compete When they compete, what happens? The price usually comes down um, but also, you know, I think for an autograph that expensive, the end customer should get the highest quality item as possible. You know, an authentic Nike jersey is the way to go for Tom Brady. And that's just my opinion on it. I wish, again, I wish more dealers would do that. Um, there's another dealer that I know that's kind of uh, uh, really enjoys doing that, just straight up officially licensed items. And, uh, I mean, I love that, man. That's great. You you know, if they can somehow find a way to bring down the cost of the jersey, that's the biggest hiccup, right, is that freaking jersey is so expensive. Um, but, you know, maybe there's a way that we can do that in the, in the future. So uh, let's get to the uh, LeBron James jersey. I'm not going to go into too much depth on this one. You guys can find this on the uh, YouTube channel. Um, but uh, it's a... But time I lost about eight, nine hundred bucks on this. Uh so real quick, the story goes. Uh I was just getting started in my business, man. I had literally uh just a handful of customers, not many. So I was bare bones in it. I was not making much money, had very little inventory. And one of the items that I, I had actually ordered for this customer was a LeBron James Upper Deck jersey. And this guy had bought it for me off eBay and I think the price was eight, nine hundred bucks or something around there. Everything was going good. Cool customer. He was up in Canada. So that was kind of an interesting thing for me. And uh, what was interesting about this whole thing was the communication with this guy was like nonstop. Like it was like 100 emails back and forth from this guy. He's asking for the tracking number on the product coming from Upper Deck to me. And um, just oddball questions throughout the whole time. And so long, long story short, uh, I get the jersey from Upper Deck, everything's good, send the guy pictures and trying to over, uh, you know, over customer service him and make him feel comfortable because he's, you know, he's buying an expensive item from, you know, uh, a brand new seller and send him pictures. Hey, he loves it. Great. He said he makes a specific request, though, to send it first class mail, which uh, when I was just getting started off, I I didn't know this at the time, but first class mail doesn't have any delivery confirmation. So as soon as you send it, somebody can open a claim on you and, and they're going to get their money back. No way. Cause you have no way of proving whether or not it actually got to the customer. And so uh, I, I do as he requests, I say, hey, sure. I'll send it first class. No problem. I'll insure it, you know, but the insurance is kind of a, a scam anyway, because how are you going to collect on it? Right. You know? And, and so I sent him a receipt of the tracking and uploaded it onto his order. And literally five minutes later, the guy opens a claim <laughs> saying he didn't get the item. And, it, and I asked him about it. I said, what the heck dude, I've been talking to you like, 20 times a day why did you open this claim up and he said oh you just were taking too long you know, taking too long and i thought that was funny i was like man this dude just got me so um i ended up trying to follow up with him a, a bunch of times and uh, he got this thing delivered to like a convenience store up there i guess you could do that in canada and I called this convenience store and i was like i think a guy's name was kevin and uh, i was like does kevin get his mail here and the guy's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. kevin gets stuff here all the time and I was like, did he get this particular box like this? And he goes, Ah, oh, I don't know. I don't think he got that one. You know, and so maybe the guy didn't get it, but I don't know. Opening up a claim that early, you know, I think he probably, uh, he probably got me on that one. So lost 800, 800 900 bucks. Yeah. It was a big, uh, big stinger back then is probably nine, 10 years ago. Uh, but you know, kind of funny today, you know, you always live and learn and, uh, you know, it's this, it's the it's this customer stories that are always so interesting in this, indes- in this industry. And just like any other other industries too, uh, you know, you got some customer war stories out there with some interesting requests and um, you know, interesting stories on why they want your item or when they need the item or why they want the item and uh, why they're selling their item. Yeah. I, I love them, so um, it's always a good time. So, anyway, I uh, hope you guys really liked the sto- the show today. We'll be doing this at least once a week, and uh, I had a lot of fun. So uh, hopefully the story, will, the uh, podcast here will progress a little bit and maybe bring on some uh, some guests so you just, just don't have to listen to me talk all the time. But uh, hopefully you got some good information about the uh, industry this week and had a little bit of fun. So, again, the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. All right, guys, we'll see you on the second one uh, next week.